All right. Uh, so we are here on podcast uh, numero du- duo. Damn it. Um, so uh, the people here uh, at um, at topics and implications, the only uh, podcast on our channel that has topics and implications uh, that you will listen to or not. But I hope that you do. Um, one person at home. And also, uh, <laughs> we should really acknowledge that one person from Norway that downloaded yeah, our podcast. Shout out. Whoever you are, um, we will call you Sven. Uh, thank you so much. What if they don't Sven. like that? It's a little reductive. Uh, thank you. Yeah, you're right. Thank you, Norwegian. <laughs> Norwegian? <laughs> you are killing it, Sneeze. Oh, wow. All yeah, right. That's the only the, you know what? No, it's the. Yeah. And that was episode two. <laughs> <laughs> um, the second and final. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Second the best. Let's just end it while we're on top. Um, so uh, we've got some new friends here at the square table. Um, it is our friend Mast uh, and uh, Bevel. Um, Hello. But if any of you uh, want to call her by her full name, it's Bevelyn. Um, and I am uh, Sneaks, and we have, of course... Checkers! Yay! For checkers. Um, so, uh, the goal of this podcast is we have our friends come and join us at our square table, and we, they just bring a topic with them. It can be funny, it can be serious, it can be both. Um, and then we just talk about it for a little while, and then we move on to the next topic. Mm. Until we run out of topics, and then we all sit here in silence for another hour, uh, where you just listen to us breathing into the microphone. Yeah. ASMR. <laughs> that's, that's how we breathe, too. <gasps> ASMR. I'm into it. Um, so, um, I'll go first. Uh, I'll just throw my topic out there. So uh, rude. Sorry, um, Bevel, do you want to go first? Not now. <laughs> All right, so um, I have been writing my topics on a notepad on my new phone, an iPhone 8, so I'm with the times. Where did you get that? I got it last week. You trying to make me feel inferior? Um, So I've been getting a lot of new things this summer, uh, but um, (laughs) two years ago to the day, um, that's not accurate, but two years ago (laughs) I was leaving work and I was talking to checkers on the phone. And I got in my car and I started driving and my Bluetooth cut out and I thought, oh, that's weird. So I went to grab my phone and I had never taken it off the top of my car. And uh, I was like, oh no, my phone fell off my car. Except there's a lot more swearing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I realized um, this doesn't make, probably won't make any sense to anybody else, but where I, where, where I was, the road went into a highway. So there's no way I could stop and turn around. So I had to go on. You were on the, an on ramp. Yeah, I was on an on ramp, and I had <laughs> to. I guess that would make sense to literally anybody who drives or doesn't drive and knows what an on ramp is. Um. Anyway, I I meant to, I meant it more like if you you might not understand if I started using street names, but I decided not to and used words that you would definitely understand. This is making way it much better. It. <laughs> so that's the end of episode two. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Um, and I drove up uh, all the way up the escarpment that we have, and I had to find an off-ramp, get back on, drive all the way back down. By the time I got to my phone, it had been run over like 40 times. Mm-hmm. Oh, and uh, by the way, checkers, all 
she knew was that she was talking to me yeah. and then it cut out. <laughs> the phone just cuts out. <laughs> I'm like calling it back and it's just ringing and ringing. Oh my God. Which leads me to believe that the phone, the only thing that was destroyed was the screen. It must have yeah. still wow. been on somehow. Um, Otter boxes. Incredible. Absolutely incredible. Anyway. Um, so you're getting lots of new things. Well, I, I got myself a Samsung, and uh, this is not an indictment of Samsung phones, but I did not enjoy it. Uh, Checkers loves hers. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I spent two years with that, and now that I can get a new phone, I, got, I went back to iPhone. Congrats. Yeah. Welcome back. We can iMessage now. Yay. Um, what? That's three iPhones. Wow, versus one Samsung. Yeah. Should that be a topic? Mm. No. It's, it's, it's already been a topic. <laughs> Three to one. Android master race. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The master race. Okay. Um, I just pointed at mast for those of you. Literally, like, androids will just take over eventually. So, mm-hmm. um, so uh, anyway, that's the story of how I got my new phone. I'm so proud. Yeah. What else did you get new? I bought a new car and I got it today. It's a 2019 Micra and it's blue. Funded entirely by downloads of this podcast. So yes. <laughs> Thank you, Norwegian. <laughs> Yeah, I can't believe I said Norwegian. <laughs> That's much better. Also, last podcast, I was talking about Jupiter's moons, and I said Titan, and that is very clearly Saturn's moon. Very, I had to correct and very clearly. And also, Thick was like, oh, you, you brought your Jupiter knowledge, and I said, yeah, I did my research. <laughs> oh, my God, we were both so wrong. No, yeah, well, she, I mean, she's not wrong. She's just like, wow, did your research? And I was like, hell yeah, I did. <laughs> Fucking oh Titan God. is Jupiter's moon. I don't even, maybe even Io's not a Jupiter moon, but I think it's part of the Galilean moons. Um, but I should stop talking about these things because the more, you say, <laughs> the more likely you are to yeah. stretch for yeah. where you're going. going to come back with a further list of revisions. Yeah. <laughs> this this is like the only podcast where your revisions list gets bigger. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just like, there's going to be an entire podcast of a, like a uh, fact checked apologies. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, but so, like, uh, right. people from Norway, uh, they're Norwegians. Hmm. I apologize. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, um, I'll go into uh, topic number one, which is uh, my topic. And so this is something I've been thinking about. Uh, Mast and I were joking about something the other day, and I can't quite remember what it was, but I stumbled upon this topic that I really liked. And uh, it was, if heaven and hell exist... Um, oh, I didn't write this down very well. So <laughs> say, let's assume we live in a world where heaven and hell exist. Assumed. Um, and I, I don't want to insult anybody out there who believes in heaven and hell, or does, doesn't. We'll just assume that this is a world in which that exists. Mm-hmm. But we also live in a world where time travel is possible. So tomorrow, someone can invent a time machine, and they can travel in it forward or backward and change history. Now, my question is, if someone changes history, and all of the people that exist in the future stop existing... Now, we could also say that branches out into other realities, but we'll just assume for now that if all of those people cease to exist um, because of changing of history, does God allow them to go to heaven or hell? Or does he, like, just say, uh, no, they just didn't exist, therefore they don't get to go to heaven or hell? And if they do get to go to heaven and hell, that means time travel has changed history who knows how many times and how many versions of these people from different realities or different mm-hmm. timelines are just like meeting each other in heaven? 
Like, are there multiple versions? So optimistic. Like, yeah. <laughs> or hell. Yeah. Um, or LBC. Or it's like one version <laughs> of yourself goes to heaven and the other one goes to hell. Yeah, depending on Right, depending on the... Yeah, because yeah, how the timeline changed. Oh. Change the course of your whole life. Yeah. One person can make a difference. Go make a difference today. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> a good difference, not a bad difference. Make decisions. You, you make choices. <laughs> You're an adult now. <laughs> well, morality is relative. <laughs> but you can also not be an adult. Well, like... This is an 18 podcast. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, like, 30-year-old um, person could, like, cease to exist and go to heaven. And then they meet a five-year-old version of themselves that, like, was also erased from existence at one point. Except that five-year-old is much wiser, because who knows, like, what, how many years ago that version of, yeah, yeah, how many years ago that version of that Mm. particular point in history was erased. Wild. It's also making a bunch of assumptions about time travel. Yes. Okay, well, even if we take, so I was thinking about this too, if we take into account... That if we take the Avengers Endgame road mm-hmm. of, uh, and it creates different branches of reality, mm-hmm. so a multiverse is created from the ever-changing timelines that time travel is creating, mm-hmm. is there one god who looks after all of those different branches of reality? Um, ergo, there's still one heaven where all of those people go. Or is there now multiple gods that exist who look after each one of those pocket universes? No, a god, I think, in this definition, exists outside of time. Right. So I don't, I don't think that this conceptual god that manages these planes of existence planes? Yeah. 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 Uh, would, would, be, would be... Well, the dimensions could be split from the timeline. Yeah, right. Anyways, uh, something that I found interesting when, uh, when Sneaks and I originally discussed this was uh, what happens if someone goes back and changes the timeline so that people don't die. Uh, do all of the people that were in heaven just get slurped back down uh, mm. to earth? And what would that look like? Do oh, they, yeah. Right? Where, like, would they just go back at the moment? Like, how do... Or would they Would they remember... I like that you said slurped ex- like this horrible <laughs> tendril of, like... I really enjoyed the visual. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're just like, they're in heaven, they're like, so anyway, I said to the guy, <laughs> yeah. Oh, the pain of existence. <laughs> <laughs> Existence is suffering. I was in a perfect place. Or like Jesus what? runs up to one of the guys, John, you're about to go. Uh, but then <laughs> go the, where? With, <laughs> they're like clinging onto the clouds and he's stopping them. You need to exist. Oh my god. Would like, they remember? Yeah, exactly. Or wow, I mean, wow. it could be seamless for them. Imagine you yeah, just talking like a to snap. your life at this moment and you had this whole <laughs> right. bunch of memories of like Oh my god. How could you how could you live on Earth knowing that heaven existed? So true story. Every time you walk into a room and you can't remember why you went in there, yeah. it's because you've just been slurped back then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, and you have this incomplete <laughs> you know, notion of your entire life. Right. I was also <laughs> thinking about like, say you're you're in heaven or hell, whatever. Or I'm gonna assume heaven for this scenario. So and nice. then like mm-hmm. you meet another version of yourself mm-hmm. yeah. and that other version had such a more interesting life than you did. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. You both went to heaven, but like, you're like, Oh yeah. Like I was a construction worker and I had a family and uh, we went on vacation a few times and then I had a heart attack when I was 60. And the other version of you is like, I climbed Mount Everest. I worked in a charity. I like owned my own dog shelter. And you're just like, you feel so like your life, even though you got to the same place 
just wasn't like. Are you, are you saying that someone can't have a fulfilling life as a construction worker with a family? I guess that's that's. <laughs> damn it! I'm so reductive. God, uh, God damn it! Sneaks. Damn it! Um. <laughs> a, a, anyway. <laughs> I guess in heaven you wouldn't be comparing yourself to others. You're just content all the time. Yeah, you're like Sweet. we both got here. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. You're drinking cold Pepsi's. Only Pepsi's are ice cold. Um. I, that's a throwback to the last one where we all talked about our favorite drink, and I love Pepsi's, which I'm drinking right now. Mm-hmm. Sponsor us, Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> Do it now. Papa needs another new car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, but yeah, so, like, I, that's a, like, I, could you imagine people being slurped? Like, you're in paradise <laughs> with the ever-present threat of being thrust back <laughs> into existence. That makes it actually, in a way, it's so... <laughs> So say you're in hell and then you get like slurped back into like regular life and you're like, I better be good. So then you're good and then you go to heaven, but you might even slurped back into regular life. Or, or somehow, oh even though you're slurped back, like the fact that you've been to hell once means that you'll always go back there no matter how much good you do. Oh, so wow. like, people are just like, or, or you get, you get, you're in hell, you get slurped back into real life. I mean, hell could be real. Uh, and then you, you, you're a good person, you get sl- uh, sent to heaven, but then you get slurped back to a point where you were a douchebag and you immediately die and go straight to hell, oh so it doesn't God. matter anything good you did. like. But it matters on inside of you. That's right. Right. No, it so, you might not remember either. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, this is all very conceptual. Like, I don't think this is happening. Unless, like, we are the only four people that have never been slurped back. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of it is slurped, huh? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Or we all... All right, Bevelyn. Oh, or we're... <laughs> or everybody's too afraid to talk about it because they think it's too weird. It's so the worst. Yeah. <laughs> we all happen to have been slurped back up from hell and don't want <laughs> No, I've never, I've never been anywhere because if I was, it totally would have been heaven. And yeah. <laughs> I, I went to I don't know what that's like. That. <laughs> <laughs> Must be my first run around the block, you know what I'm saying? There's a part in um, 40-Year-Old Virgin when they're like, you've never been with a girl? And he's like, of course I have. Breasts are so nice, they feel like sandbags. Mm. And all the guys are like, what? That's what I imagine anybody who went to hell, they're all trying to like talk about how they went to heaven and they're trying to describe it, but they have no actual idea. Like, like the one person from heaven is like, what the they're like they're, they're gauging. There were flowers. Just watch for their reaction. You're like, Clouds yeah. were so white. Yeah. Am I right? uh, what would your heaven look like in three words? Ready? Three, two. Everyone said it once. Oh, uh, can you give me a second to think about it? As always, your heaven in three words. Yeah. Uh, That's a good question. Um, summer. Yeah. Uh, jorts. I'm with okay. you. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And Pepsi. Pepsi oh. Cola. The finest That's drink in town. Too many words, you're breaking the rules. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, you went a different way than I did in my head. Yeah. I was going to say, like, infinite space <laughs> light. Infinite space, infinite space light. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what to do with it. <laughs> there is a, just a, a 
mind-bogglingly large amount of space here. I'm so bored, everything's vacant. It was so bright all of the time. <laughs> there's, only, oh there's only one store, and I can walk forever and literally not reach it. <laughs> I'm so hungry. Suddenly, summer jorts and Pepsi doesn't sound like a bad idea. I mean, it's not like I would want to be in that room of heaven. I just let <laughs> those, I think of. Those listening, <laughs> it is currently summer. I'm wearing jorts and I'm drinking Pepsi. I I'm really enjoy this. I really enjoy this. <laughs> not like so I want to nice. be there. Not like I want to be in my ideal heaven that I created. <laughs> That's what I pictured in my head when you asked me what it would look like. An empty void filled with light. Just, just, so just this podcast. Aww. Aww. I'm lying. That's all the time we have. <laughs> um, Bevel? Mm, infinite. <laughs> Friends. never have enough time for infinite friends. But you have infinite time! But like, you can to allot some to each of them. You're, you're neglecting them for infinities at a time. You're right, sorry. Infinite time with your finite number of friends who've also all gone to heaven because none of them would go to hell. And also have an infinite amount of time. I guess if it was infinite friends... That means there is a friend that is at the end of the line yeah. that will never be able to yeah. see you. But they're like talking to the they're person next around. to them, like, uh, Bevel's gonna get here. I can't wait to talk about that thing with Bevel that we both know. <laughs> oh and then, like, 4,000 years go by, and they're like, fucking Bevel, where the fuck are you? But for every bad. person you can conceive at the end of the line waiting, there's also another person farther than them that's right. waiting even longer. And if it's also like. And as soon as you conceive of them, there's another one right. after them. But the infinite also, they're all meeting their own friends through an infinite line. Well, no, no, no. This is only one of our heavens. <laughs> I wouldn't think it's this a line. Bevel's it's heaven. like commingling. It's not their yeah. heaven. This is Bevel's heaven. They're all waiting for Bevel. So you're saying, so yeah. say, what, like one of those people in line is just a conceptualization of Bevel's idea if of that each person. Each one is an actual instance of their entire, of their entire being waiting for one of, there are infinite heavens with infinite versions of you each experiencing infinite boredom, waiting for one person <laughs> to get to heaven and possibly encounter them, depending on where they are in the infinite line. <laughs> oh my god. But because the line is infinite and also the time is infinite, you can spend infinite time with each one of your friends infinitely. So, yeah, they're waiting a long time, but then once you see them, you can just spend as long as you want with them, because you're going right. to have as much time as you could possibly But because have. it's infinite, there will always be someone you don't get to. But I will get... No. <laughs> but it's not. Does okay. it have to be one at a time? I just want to say <laughs> this is not your one. Infinite friends. I sort of met like a pipe down infinite hands. space late, right? Like with your finite group of friends. Yeah. That could grow why if you, you get bored of the others. Why didn't you just say that? It had a certain ring to it. <laughs> infinite friendship. Infinite food. Infinite. Well, now that's six words. You're breaking your own rules. Yeah. You're right. Actually, it was five words and a gesture. I missed. Yeah. <laughs> hey, nonverbal language counts. Mm -hmm. uh, so, um, I think we've done my topic. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even. We know. stayed on topic the entire time. I feel we got an answer. I think that the point is um, <laughs> we don't know anything about heaven, hell, or time travel. Yeah. Right. Yes. Right, and mm -hmm. we talked a lot about slurping. Yes. Mm -hmm. There's a book. Um, <laughs> Please relate to slurping. 
called uh, the slurping factor. Um, what? It's by Dan Brown. <laughs> the Vatican has a bomb. <laughs> You've got to slurp it up. You're a professor of slurpitude. <laughs> You're traveling with this famed slurping historian. She might be descended from Slurp Jesus. <laughs> slurp Jesus. My hands on the Da Vinci Code? Um... <laughs> <laughs> just word for word the Da Vinci Code. Just with very particular words replaced uh, with slurping. My favorite painting, The Last Slurper. <laughs> oh, yeah! They're all just slurping. Um, <laughs> no. They're all just slurping. <laughs> they can't all be slurping. Only one of them can be slurping, otherwise they're not the last slurper. Um, there's this book that uh, Checkers and I um, read at uh, separate times, <laughs> just to be clear. <clears throat> um, and it's called uh, The F- First 15 Lives of Harry August. Mm. And it's about, uh, in the book, there's a character that um, he lives his full life. What? <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Um, he lives his full life, and then when he dies, he's reborn in, on the exact same. It's like a, a what's that Bill Murray movie? It's like the Groundhog, Groundhog, Groundhog Day, Day, but except it's your Groundhog life. That's what I was gonna say. The book is called Groundhog <laughs> well, Life. But then no. you regain like all of your knowledge yeah. by the age of like he's five, right? And in that book, um, there's this thing called a cataclysm. So people, so say you live to your ninety. Mm-hmm. Um, People, there's other people with the same ability to be reborn in that same life cycle, but they might be born when, by the time you're 40. And so those people eventually grow up and talk to the f- other people with that ability in the future. Mm-hmm. And messages get sent down and sent forward. It takes lifetimes, but they can communicate with each other. Mm-hmm. And uh, so one, there's this thing called cataclysms in the book where someone in the future or someone in the past realizes they can change the future and a cataclysm changes the future to the point where entire swaths of people with those abilities never exist because they've changed the future so much. Mm-hmm. And so I, that's sort of where I got this idea from. Um, it's a great book with tons of plot holes, but mm-hmm. uh, read it. 50 first, 15 First Lives of 50 First Dates. It's 50 <laughs> First Dates with Adam Sandler. Oh, um, it's the book. first 15 lives of Harry August. So if anybody's wa- re- watching this, listening, listening. to it, Watching their screen. Talking to you, Norway. <laughs> <laughs> Talking to you, Norway. Norway. <laughs> We're losing our Norway audience, Norwegian audience, by the person. <laughs> oh, man. 100% of them are gone. Yeah. Mm. We're so sorry. Mm. Um, <laughs> let's move on to another topic. All right. All right. I brought a topic okay. today. Hi, I'm Checkers. Thanks, Checkers. Hi, Checkers. Um, so mine was, I'm going to be much more straightforward. Excellent. Um, what was the straw that broke the camel's back in your last relationship? Ooh, but it can be like a friendship relationship, too. Like, it doesn't have to be like a relationship relationship. Wow. Um, does it have to be, I guess it ha- you're saying the last person. Any, no, it didn't have to be the last person. Oh, I guess I did say in your last relationship. And, unless you have a good story about another one. In your most interesting ended relationship. Um, I don't have 
friends. Friends. <laughs> or relationships. Um, I don't have problems. I'm trying to think of one that's, like, funny. Uh, but, like, the, well, the first one that came to my head, uh, Mass knows the story, but I wasn't really dating the person. We were just sort of seeing each other a little bit in the summer. But um, we were at a party, Mass and I, and the person I was sort of seeing got wasted and then threw up everywhere. And then when I was sort of taking care of them, they were, like, asking for to see somebody else. And they're oh, like, wow. yeah, they were like, I want to see so-and-so. Let me see so-and-so. And I was like, uh, okay. And then I was like, hey, dude, like, she wants to see you right now. And then they just started making out. And she had oh. just thrown up and was wearing a retainer. That's the worst part oh, of the Oh, my story. God. And I was like... Oh my god! Like, and we all work together. Like, Mass and I work together. Um, it was just a party of all coworkers. Yeah. And it was like Jersey Shore. Like, it was everybody was sort of well, Mass wasn't, but like everybody was hooking up with each other. Thanks, man. Um, well, Mass was in a committed, Mass is a huge nerd. <laughs> he was in a committed relationship and still is with that same person. Um, um So, anyway, the next day, my supervisor was like. Hey, because uh, we, we, we all worked as camp counselors, and the, my supervisor was like, hey, do you want to go work somewhere else? And it was completely unrelated to this other incident that happened at the party, and I was like, hell yes. And I got transferred, and I was gone for the rest of the summer. Mm. And I just didn't really talk to the person for the rest of the summer either. I talked to them a little bit after the summer. We hung out a few times. Uh, mm-hmm. But, like, that was definitely the straw, the, making out with some... The, the puke retainer making Yeah, out. yeah, yeah. Anyone who's worn a retainer, uh, <laughs> you can imagine the... The, the disgust of it, but I, I do appreciate that in, in a roundabout way you brought this back to slurping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was the last relationship oh. that ended from slurping? <laughs> oh my ended. god. From, oh my god. <laughs> Y'all are slurping wrong. Mm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so I, I can, uh, an example that I can think of is I had a, a kind of a core group of friends in, in high school and uh, Really, there were kind of three of us, and then other people that kind of like orbited in or in and out of that uh, friend group. And um, two of us had like a like a relatively sound like way of behaving, like treating certain people and treating each other. And this other, the the the, the third in our trilogy was a little younger and and um, kind of a not on the same level. Um, but he always kind of hung out with us, and like we had similar enough interests that it worked. Um, but after high school, as things happened, like we really started to kind of not see each other as much. And, and mm-hmm. when we hung out with this person, the like more like out there aspects of their behavior got a little more intense. And, uh, um, two of us were in committed relationships and this guy was not. And he, do we know this guy? You don't. Okay. No, no one here does. Okay. Uh, he just, but he just started making really uncomfortable comments and like, he was always physically smaller than us, and he began working out a lot, and so, like, this, like, macho stuff started to come into it, um, like, not, it was not something he would have wanted, uh, and, uh, anyways, it just got, like, it got to the point where we were like, okay, I'm gonna put some distance, but the more I talked to people in, like, our peripheral, like, the, the orbits and the moons of our, of our little galactic bromance, um, the more it was, like, it was happening to everyone, and so, uh, there was a time where my, um, my fantastic partner and and some of her friends had gone out and and this person had accompanied them and just like was 
saying stuff about me all night, and then she ended up actually uh, punching him in the face, and then they just nice. yeah, she was she you're, you, you're, she's scrappy. Yeah. She takes no shit. I'm cool. I'm the pacifist. Uh, but, that's but yeah, your first, your, that's, your that's right. First that's right. Yeah, um, <laughs> but like it was like this whole like okay, I'm gonna put some distance. But then that was it. It was like all right, like it's it's so out in the open now that you can't ignore this yeah. this this shit. So yeah. uh, I would say the straw that broke the camel's back was uh, getting punched in the face by my scrappy significant other. Yeah. You got to side with your partner. Like, that's right. Yeah. Even I mean, if you didn't know, really, I'm siding like, with literally. Punch. Really, I'm sli- siding with everyone except for this person who yeah, was yeah. not right. Not not a very good. Point. <laughs> Um, I have one. It is, I guess it was a friendship, and you guys, I think, mostly know this story. I have a friend who we shall call Chuck. And I fucking hate Chuck. I don't <laughs> um, and he is someone I know through my husband, um, but has a lot of mutual friends in our group. <laughs> but um, my husband knows him because they do a lot of nerdy shit together, and one thing that they do now is play Warhammer. <laughs> and there was a time pretty like recently like the past six months or so that they were playing a lot of warhammer together and chuck is not that great at warhammer and just it's just the culture of that friend group that they all make fun of each other about it and so chuck gets the worst of it and my husband um is i didn't realize chuck was so bad at it chuck i think chuck didn't win a game at all for a long time and i think that's partly why chuck was so sensitive about it but also my husband is just doesn't mm-hmm. likes to take jokes too far. He's that person. He's always a little over the edge. Um, he thinks it's funny. Some people think it's funny. Some people don't think it's that funny. <laughs> um, Chuck took it really personally um, and would like say a lot of mean things like, "Well, you're adopted, garbage baby," or like stuff like that. Oh my god! <laughs> but <laughs> one day it came to a head. They like all they went. And these it doesn't help that these tournaments are like eight hours long or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah. When you play Warhammer for like. Yeah. Until you smell really bad, um, and you're hanging worse. worse. Well, that probably happened significantly before your time. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> but then, at the end of the day, it was like, I can't handle you. We're not friends. This is coming from Chuck. And my husband was like, all right, if that's your decision, whatever. Like, he, he messaged him on Facebook, like, later that night. He was like, all right, I can't handle you because of this, this, and this. It's not good for me. I'm going to drop off your stuff tomorrow. And my husband was like, all right, I'm sorry, man. What you going to do? <laughs> And then the next day came, it was literally like over 24 hours later, um, the plan was Chuck's going to come drop off the stuff that my husband had left at Chuck's house. Um, Chuck comes, does that. I, this wasn't something I was paying attention to because I was just sitting at the kitchen table. Um, so I just hear a ring at the doorbell, my husband goes to answer the door, um, and then all I hear is, ow, what the fuck? And then he's just yelling at the door at Chuck. Because what happened was, he hands my husband a bag, he looks in the bag, and then while he's looking in the bag, Chuck like punched him in the face three times. Um, but that wasn't the last straw. Oh, no. <laughs> Interestingly. Um, it's a strong So animal. your husband is quite forgiving. Very forgiving, and I guess he was empathetic to Chuck. Chuck was like, sorry man, I'm really stressed, my girlfriend's pregnant, I just quit weed. I got the brain spiders, whatever. Brain spiders? Like, the mental illness. Whatever. Insert X mental illness. Oh, okay. Like brain sli- spiders. The brain spiders. I've, I've never heard that term before. It's actually an interesting term for it. Brain spiders. Yeah, yeah. I've just never heard it before. Yeah, fair enough. I'm you sorry. Huh? Or you need I, it. You're welcome. You need it? Oh, brain spiders. Yep, cool. Yep. 
Um, Sounds dark. It kind of does, yeah. Um, but so, husband forgives Chuck. They become friends again. I'm not really close with Chuck at this point, but I see him sometimes because he comes to my house, whatever, cordial, yada yada. My husband has this party, invites a bunch of people over. Um, Chuck comes, that's fine. I'm not there at the time. Basically what happens is a friend of ours, they're just like eating at the table, her kids are there. Um, she's like, hey, can you get the dog out? Because the dog's like barking. Because he's very food motivated, he's not aggressive at all, but right. that's just him. Um, he would have easily gone to the backyard if you just like let him with a carrot mm-hmm. like a donkey. Yes. <laughs> like a donkey, yes, I can picture that. Yeah. Instead Chuck is like, get over here and like really manhandles my dog. Uh, and my dog has never bitten anyone and he bit Chuck. Um, so whatever, he punctured his hand. Lesson learned. He lesson, lesson learned, you would think. Um, at the party, he's like, he was being really smarmy about it. I was like, sorry, Chuck. But what happened was it started to swell up. It was probably was infected. He goes to urgent care, and then he's like, oh, this dog bit me. And he fills out this form that like could potentially get my dog like taken away from me. And then he texts my husband to say that, and I was like, fuck you. <laughs> we can bleep that out. Fuck you, Chuck! <laughs> yeah, Chuck you. Chuck you, Chuck, you Chuck and Chuck hole. Don't worry, we'll bleep um, it. Just remember that time where we can make the duck sound or whatever to bleep that out. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that was the straw. That would, yeah, that, that, was would, that, would, that would do it for me. I was there that night, by the yeah. way. Yeah. Of the bite. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I, I showed up after. Actually, it's funny, this Chuck story, yeah. I've known Chuck the longest, yeah. oddly enough. I've known yeah. Chuck since I was a kid. Um, and I didn't really get along with Chuck as a child, and, uh, it's been really fun to watch all of this unravel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Chuck's, Chuck's got some yeah. brain spiders. Yeah. Hey. Don't we all? Gotta chuck that friendship, am I right? Oh! <laughs> I'm doing finger guns for those that can't see. <laughs> Let's all do finger guns. Hey. 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 Finger guns. Um, yeah. Um, I guess I'll tell a quick story. Um, I'm really worried this story is going to be like, I'm <laughs> dealing with this guy. Where's jorts and drinks <laughs> Pepsi? <laughs> is heaven and involved the, somewhere? The Pepsi wasn't the loud straw, the jorts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he told me today that he hadn't washed his jorts in two months, and that was the straw that broke the camel's back. <laughs> so... That's true. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> That's an exaggeration. It's also not an exaggeration. <laughs> I bought these jorts like two months ago, and I've worn them like six times, but I've never washed them because I, you're not really supposed to wash denim, right? Like... Yeah, that's what everybody does. No, I mean, like, you you wash it. I'm sorry. For those listening, <laughs> wherever you're listening, do your laundry, wash your, your denim. Wash so your damn you jorts. You to- this podcast is brought to you by washing machines. Not a brand. <laughs> Just the machine. Oh, the collective consciousness <laughs> of washing machines. Thank you. You're all worried about Terminators, but oh no. I will wash my jorts, but I... <laughs> Don't think there's a way I can talk about this I without will, getting out. I will wash my jorts, but it's... <laughs> <laughs> All right, Snake. <laughs> you need to explain yourself. Sorry, I mentioned uh, it. it. They'll get washed. All right. <laughs> um, so... Is that the title of our podcast? Wash your jorts. <laughs> They'll get washed. <laughs> they will get washed. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, so I'll, I guess it's not my, the latest relationship either. It's just like, I'll just tell one that came to mind, um, from college, you, you know, I'm sure cause I've talked about it. Sneaks would know because I would have talked about it when it was happening. Um, but we had a massive group project to do at the end of college and I had a couple group partners that were really good and a couple that were really bad and they didn't do their work all the time. And we sort of split up. Like each class had a big group project in it, so we split up the classes and each did the big group project for a different class. Mm -hmm. um, and then, basically, long story short, after all the the work that they didn't do and how much slack we had to pick up and like for the main group project, because we had to do a big presentation at the end on everything. Um, anyway, so we got all of our marks back and we got like marks back on the final assignments of the projects that we each individually handed in for each class and they were all really good except for like the one guy failed his by like awful and it like brought down everybody's marks in the group yes. and like I wasn't too like I was really mad that he did it mm -hmm. um but it wasn't like terrible for me because like I didn't affect my mark too bad I was still made honor roll mm -hmm. but <clears throat> <laughs> but my friend said that it affected her marks super bad and that that pissed me off so much and I was like I'm never talking to this person again was it group projects friendship killers <clears throat> was it the one who owned the truck no it was the other one mm -hmm. really because mm -hmm. I thought they, they both equally sucked the whole time oh they did for sure but like and I had before decided not to talk to the, the one right. with the truck before like yeah. basically after school I was like we're not going to be friends anymore but I would have been friends with this guy probably uh, when, school, I when wish school was over if like he wasn't such a bad group member when I was in college I you, you know you make these friendships and you're like oh let's all do our group projects together all the time and I sort of wish you could just make your friends and then you never do group projects with them yeah like I was in this group project in college where we had to oh wait like I wasn't actually part of that group but I sorry this it's this was over a decade ago. I'm 60. Um, <laughs> that means I was 50 when I went to college. Does make any sense? Why no. um, are you saying that adults can't? How dare you? Damn it! <laughs> Every time, <laughs> everyone of any age that is capable of going to college is able to go to college and shouldn't be judged on it. One of the coolest people I met in university was a 92-year-old that I took a bus with one time, and I. I didn't have any classes with her. She was from a different department, but I met her on the bus, and we were having such a good conversation that I rode like half an hour past my stop without realizing it. She was so cool. Really? Way cooler than anyone else I went to school with at any point. Sneaks. Oh Sneaks. <laughs> I'm cool. Just because I'm not as cool as the 92 year old doesn't mean I wasn't cool. Um, <laughs> it's a sliding scale. <laughs> it was a bell curve. Um, so th this group that, so I, like, I was friends with these people that were in a group and I remember them all imploding and fighting with each other and I remember the one guy, he wasn't doing any work, and when they confronted him about it, he got really upset, and when he left, he tripped, and his shoe fl flipped off, and it flew in the air, and he had to, like, get up, walk angrily by everybody again to pick up his shoe, and then, and then storm away, and I remember, like, <laughs> sitting there being like, this is so great. This is like out of like the office or something. Like this would happen on a sitcom. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He trips again, his other shoe comes out. <laughs> like oh that. my god. Um, I do kind of like that idea of not working with your friends. Because I feel like people, maybe not are more accountable to strangers, but you I feel like you have a certain image to uphold. Yeah. Like, this person doesn't know mm -hmm. I'm a huge 
bag of scum. You also just can't assume yeah. that strangers will pick up the slack for you. But That's friends, totally you can be like, oh, they'll support me. They're right. my friends. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Like, I'm. I don't. I. I don't think I've ever been in a group where I haven't done my part because something that I have a lot of anxiety around is failing people. Mm-hmm. And if I have a solo project, I will. If it's due eight in the morning, I will wait till two in the morning to write that essay. Mm-hmm. But if I have to have parts done for a group of people, I will do it the the second I get that assignment, so that I'm not beholden to them anymore. Mm-hmm. That I've done my part mm-hmm. and everything's good. Mm-hmm. And I, it boggles my mind when I. I mean, like there's many reasons that could affect why people don't get their work done. Um, there's a lot of factors, and I'm not trying to judge. Like there's. There's a lot of moving pieces in people's lives, mm-hmm. but it always it boggles my mind a little bit when people like just fuck the dog and they don't help their team, and it it I don't know. Do we all agree? I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Group project. Next topic. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, all right. Uh, I too have a topic with certain implications. I hope. Um, all right. So uh, mine kind of comes prefaced with a little uh, story to to get you guys in the, in the, in the mindset. So, um, you knew a guy named Chuck. Yeah. So there's this guy named Chuck and, uh, someone's dog bit him and then they <laughs> treated him like he had done something wrong. Um, <laughs> so, uh, probably a way different story from his perspective. Yeah, yeah probably. Yeah. Brain spikers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, <laughs> um, uh, my topic and slash question is, um, Hey, you know, have you ever, uh, developed a, a skill somewhere that you didn't think it would be applicable in, in your real life, uh, mm. and then you find yourself in a situation where you have this amazing set of skills that you never thought you'd have. And to preface this, I don't mean like, when are we ever going to use math? Uh, so <laughs> I'm a big old, I'm a big, big nerd uh, and a geek, and I've been playing video games my entire life. I'd say like a large, I'm part of a lot of fandoms, but a large portion of my geekhood, geekdom has been around video games. And uh, so the story kind of revolves around this time that I, uh, as needs to know, like I worked for a, a, a not-for-profit on a, a furniture delivery truck, essentially, mm-hmm. and we would pick up donations and deliver things. But sometimes, you know, there would be like broken lawn furniture or like twisted bed frames. Who knows? Uh, and we would bring that to a, a metal scrapyard uh, and and sell it by the pound because then we wouldn't have to dispose of it. And it wasn't a lot of money, but it was something you did. Mm-hmm. Um, and anyways, when I was pretty new to the job, uh, the drivers had this ritual they thought was pretty funny, which is when you go, you weigh in on the scale, and then you weigh out and they give you a receipt, but they don't give you the money. You have to go to this little booth thing to get the money. And what they would do is they would hand the new guy this this receipt and tell them to go in and get the, get the money. And so what, it, you know, it, they did this to me. And what typically happens, I guess, is the person walks in, is completely confused, and they have to walk back and ask. Mm-hmm. Um, so they hand me this receipt, and they're like, okay, go get the money. And they have that, we all know this face, like, mm-hmm. with that, like biting the bottom lip, like that SpongeBob meme, where they're like just waiting for something really funny to happen. Yeah. And uh, so I have this sheet of paper, and I walk into this room. It's like a, a three-foot by seven-foot glass shelter. Mm-hmm. And in the wall are these two steel drums, just big old circular like steel drums. I don't know what they're for. And there's like a little metal box on the wall. And I'm sitting there with this piece of paper knowing that they're expecting me to like quit. And I kind of was like, I've trained my whole life for this. Like, check my inventory. What do I have? Got a piece of paper. Going to examine that piece of paper. (laughs) There's a little barcode on it. I look at the room. I'm like, these two drums. Okay, can't do anything with those. They can't have anything to do with this paper. There's this little metal box. Like, look at the box. It's got a little slot in it. There's a little red light in the slot. I'm like, cool. I insert the piece of paper in it, scans the barcode, and the money shoots out into one of the metal drums. (gasps) 
Now, it sounds really straightforward when I'm describing it, but the room had no signage, and it was just like, what am I doing <laughs> yeah. here? Yeah. So it, I was in there for maybe about 45 seconds, and I, I'm walking out with the receipt and the money, and they weren't like upset, but they were like visibly deflated that somehow <laughs> oh, I had like solved this like, it was like, it was like going into an escape room and being like, all right, right. here mm. we go. Um, oh this is way before escape rooms were popular. Mm. But I had this set of skills that I was like, yes, I, I, this is what I have, I prepared for. Right. All of those adventure video games have brought me to this point in my life where I have this nice. practical skill. So I didn't want to exclude people who haven't played video games their whole life. So the question is more generally, have you developed a skill somewhere that you thought might be useless that then you find actually has an application in, oh. your, in your real life? Wow. That's just my story, which is going to be the best question. one. Have fun, everyone. <laughs> I don't know if I have any skills. <laughs> um, I'd agree with that. I don't know if I do either. I think I'm one of those people who knows a little bit about a lot of random stuff mm -hmm. and just pieces together all these. So you never been in a situation where you're yeah. like asked to do something and just out of nowhere you were exceptionally good at it for like really no justifiable reason. <sighs> I think I could rationalize that maybe that's never happened to me because there isn't anything that I'm like that amazing at that's that. Oh, that's not true. Transferable. Oh, you're so nice. Like I'm good at my job, but my job is transferable to other jobs. My job. You know what I mean? Um, you know what? I recently, um, I had to direct a play, um, and I didn't really have a ton of directing experience at all, um, but. In my life, I've done a lot of summer camp, mm -hmm. and a lot of that has to do with, like, you're being goofy all the time, and you're making plans for activities, and you have an idea how everything's going to go, and often everybody has a part and a role to play in that programming, and also, uh, like, just everything that I've ever done, because I work with children all the time, mm -hmm. um, and, and the team that you're on, you're constantly, like in a lot of ways like blocking and having a dialogue with people and people knowing their part and like that whole aspect of it um and i've been in a couple plays with bevelin mm -hmm. and checkers has been our assistant stage manager for one of them um and mass went to one i was in the audience once. yeah hard work um all that fake laughing yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh and I would say that like having never directed, but a friend of ours asked us or asked me to direct him in a, a one man play that he wrote. I was like, oh, I don't really have the skills to do this, but like he's asking for help. And when I got into it, I like it felt very natural. Like I felt very good at it. I had a really good idea of where I wanted to go and how I wanted the the play to be done. Um, and I would say that all of that summer camp, all yeah. the things I did all the program planning and like all of that I would say transferred really well as somebody who thought about like stage and direction and how like this would move into that I felt really good about that and we got a standing ovation we didn't um but <laughs> it's just me I, that was the time I was in the audience yeah. I was the audience yeah and I was actually standing to leave but then you guys were looking at me and I felt like but it oh, was man. Like, and I, I hope that everything was genuine, but there were a lot of people who came up afterwards. And, like, the review that we got, like, in the newspaper oh, yeah, was yeah. actually, like, really positive and talked about the stage direction. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it felt really, like, I would say that that's a good example. Yeah. That is a good example. I think it is, especially because, like, 
video games are one of the like we're not going to talk about how there's an immediate resurgence in video games cause violence we'll leave that for something else because that's awful but mm -hmm. uh, camp counselor is another thing that like how many skills did we get in that job that like it i i use these skills all the time mm -hmm. but people look at it and they're like oh it's just a silly summer and some people treat it like a silly summer job yeah mm -hmm. and it's sad to me that they'll never have those skills to carry over into all of the places that i've applied what i learned doing that job for sure yeah Dumping the D's. Dumping the D's. You hear that, lazy camp counselors? Step up. You could be learning stuff. Dumping the D's. It's uh, dumping words like don't, right? It was... It, there were a whole bunch of... So this was a, a behavior management technique where you didn't use negative reinforcement to change behavior. You instead engaged with children. And the D's were... Uh, yeah, it was like yeah, all negative... Yeah. Disparage. I remember disparage was one of them because everyone in the room was like, who says disparage? It was, uh... Um, also, we had a wonderful... It was always acronyms. We had one called DLP, so Describe, Label, and Praise. Yeah. So if a kid was holding a door open, you'd be like, great job holding that door open. Um, and then you would label, like... That was very kind of you. Yeah, or that was very helpful. Right. And then you praise them. It really makes me feel good to see you doing this. And then the kid is like, ah, they DLP. <laughs> like, it's oh my God. supposed to raise their self-esteem. Like wrestling move. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was one smells, which was like a method of approaching children, which is just, the two do not pair well, but that yeah. was the acronym that they decided to go yeah. with. It was like, stop, move towards them, change your elevation, lower your voice, and slow down your speaking or something. And it was like wow. smells, it was like, that's... that's so for all those camp counselors out there, I hope this is really yeah. hitting home. Yeah. Wow. This is semi-related, because it reminded me of when I worked in customer service, and we used to have this acronym, and it was BLAST. And it's for like believe, listen, apologize, satisfy, thank, and it was whenever comes someone comes to you with a complaint, you would right. do this like process of stuff. Mm -hmm. But I use that. I also use that all the time. Just blast through. Just, bla just blast them. <laughs> That's what my manager would say. She'd be like, "Someone's being an asshole. You just blast them." Can, Can we make an acronym them? for slurp? Slurp. <laughs> <laughs> Slide. <laughs> Suckle. <laughs> Lick. <laughs> Obviously. Is that the U word? <laughs> 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 oh, um, Repeat. And please. Wow. Praise. Well, I'm glad that none of you have any skills. Thanks for that. No, I have blast. <laughs> You said escape room, and all I can think of skills that I've used in an escape room, but that's not like accurate to real life. I, know, I mean, yeah, but yeah, like, those, were they, kind of were they skills you never thought would be useful? Like mathematics, you're like, oh, I applied it in an escape room. It's like, oh, that's cool. But it was, is there ever well, like. So, when I played, introduced me to this game called Six. Kingdom. Oops. Quack. <laughs> oh, yeah, wait. Sneakers. Um, sneaks introduced me to this. Game. Quack. <laughs> is it Kingdom? King Domino? It, is it the game on the laptop? Yeah. Yeah, it's Kingdom. Um, Kingdom. Where you like ride a little horse and you set up a village and then you have to fight these monsters that come and attack you at night and it's like a, a side to side scrolling game. Yeah. Um, but the, and each day is counted in Roman numerals. Roman numerals. Mm. And so I learned the Roman numerals through like seeing all these days so I knew what the tens were the fifties were like a hundred a thousand oh yeah um thousand days damn 
Well, I never made it that far, but it may just made me curious in what the new Roman numerals were, so I would look them up. And then, I mean, it sort of helped, like, when the Super Bowl came around and I knew what the number was because they used Roman numerals, and I was like, that's not a great skill to have. But then we were in an escape room one time, and you had to decrypt something that was using Roman numerals, and they gave you a little chart that said, like, this equals this and this equals this, but I was able to do it, I guess, faster because I already knew what they were. See? Okay. <laughs> no skills are useless skills. I once, mm-hmm. um, I had a watch once with Roman numerals, and I was sitting down in class, and this kid was like, "What's with all those Chinese letters on your watch?" <laughs> and I was like, "They're Roman numbers." <laughs> uh, wow. Education, because like when we were kids, we had to learn Roman numerals, and yeah. it's at some point like I did. You learn one to ten. Yeah, I mean, I learned them when I was a kid. I mean, I didn't learn up to a thousand, but you learn. I learned them. I remember being in class and like it being a part of class. When Sneaks was a child in ancient Rome. Yeah. Uh, um, required. But when at some I point... Was a they just... I don't know why I thought of that. <laughs> it's a, it's a yeah. That's Africa. Um, the Serengeti? Where does Lion King <laughs> take really place? really hope you're just digging yourself another hole. Uh, anywho... Um, the last topic is supposed to be by Bevelyn, and she left a second ago, so she'll come back. Um, in the meantime, we can tell you that if you're listening here, you might have found us on Podbean, but if you're looking for us other places, we are at www.topicsandimplications.ca, and we're on Twitter. The handle is at topics underscore and. Shout out to, let me give a shout out to... The JB podcast is our first like on a Twitter post. Really? I tweeted out that we were about to record our second episode, and he liked the post. So shout out to the JB podcast. Um, Hopefully you listen to this episode that we're currently recording. Um, And we do post, we will have the podcast up on Google Play. It is currently up there now, and we're working on iTunes. So look for that in the future. Yeah. And if you ever want to send us... A topic or implication for us to discuss on the podcast, you can email us um, at topicsandimplications at gmail.com. Yeah, or just tweet at us. Yeah, or tweet at us, or just yell into the sky, and hopefully it echoes and reaches us. Send a carrier pigeon. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever works for you. Wow. So, uh, so next time, and we're moving on to our next uh, topic. My topic is... <laughs> have you seen that meme where... I like this already. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, it's a girl, and she's like, "Would you still love me if I had no arms and legs?" <laughs> and there's so many, there's so many versions of that. There's like, "Would you still love me if I couldn't hear? Would you still love me if I couldn't see? Would you still love me if I was a vegetable? Would you still love me if I was bald?" What kind of vegetable? Right. Like a, like totally unresponsive. Oh, not like a cucumber. No. Would you still love me if that was a cucumber? If I was a cucumber? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Only physically, though. Uh. <laughs> 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 back to Suckle, lick, uh, repeat. Praise. Please. <laughs> praise or please? Please. Yeah, after praising. Right. Like, uh, repeat, please. Okay. Uh... My question is, <laughs> have you ever been the ASCII of that question, or the r- recipient of the question being asked, if that was the question, would you still love me if... 
Insert X. Oh, I don't think I've ever seriously been asked that question, like yeah. in a joke around me, like with the, how the meme works, probably. Generally, when I ask checkers that question, the answer is no. Oh, okay. hey. Yeah, Still and right. also just even now, in yeah. my current form, <laughs> we're like, dancing the line. Like, <laughs> if you replace would no. with do. <laughs> Do you still love me? No. I was like, would you do me if I had more? That's always yes. That's funny. No, I've never been asked that question. I definitely remember being like in my teens, and I don't know if you had this like worry when you were in your teens that like, Oh, if I don't get a significant other by like age eighteen, I'll probably just mm. die alone. Mm-hmm. And then you make these weird pacts with people that like you don't want to date, but they're like, "Hey, when we're forty, if we're both single, do you want to just marry each other?" Mm-hmm. So at that age, it was like twenty-five. You thought that was old. Yeah. 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 And definitely, like I'm, I've made those pacts with people, but like, how many calls are you getting at age? It's 30. like, yeah, imagine, you being, 30, like, imagine being like, a, it's a verbal contract, and like somehow you get to 40, and like, sneaks and checks are still together, but they haven't, you know, sealed the deal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They're not married, which is the only way to formalize a partnership. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the entire uh, however, um, you know, and then, and then someone like comes to you with this like ironclad legal document that's like we had a verbal agreement <laughs> when yeah. we were we were 18 we were consenting adults and we said at 40 if we were not married we would get married like you had to like somehow there was some i mean it would be really hard to enforce but mm. conceptually uh they have one of those toy recorders that they take right? out oh my god <laughs> yeah would you marry me when I'm forty? It's yes. like it's like it's like somehow they've attached. <laughs> it's, it's a yak bag. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> somehow they've attached a nominal value to the amount of their life they spent not dating, knowing that they had you when they were forty, and like oh they're God. gonna charge you for that entire like they put you know like a pain yeah. and suffering value on it, and it's like three million dollars, and oh you'll never God. be able to pay it, so you have no choice but to. I just love the idea of being in court, and, <laughs> and you have a yak bag, and they're like, "Can I just hear?" that person say that again in slow motion <laughs> would you marry me without 40 years <laughs> irrefutable <laughs> sneaks you owe that person forty thousand dollars <laughs> what <laughs> per year oh. per year spousal support yeah. it's the alimony that never was oh my god that would be a lot just for okay. um, so that's, that's where I go that's where I go with that um, I, I feel like it's like, like a joking question in most relationships that go a certain amount of time. You'll say something that seems like you'll be like chilling in bed and, and be like, oh man, I really gotta like cut my toenails. Would you love me if I never cut my toenails? Would you oh love God. me if I grew toenails in my mouth instead of teeth? Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. Why? No, no, I wouldn't. No? Wow. That's a good one though. Yeah. Like I feel like that, that it's a type of conversation that happens frequently. Yeah. I feel like at a certain the point... The toenail one? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Specifically that. Would you love me? The toenail one, yeah. Yeah. It's only bottles of Yeah. Oh, toenails instead of teeth. <laughs> like, it's when like you have to clip them, that's... Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. I'm clipping my teeth. Oh. Nails, so <laughs> <laughs> I paint them sometimes. You can file them. <laughs> Gotta get them out the cure. Uh, <laughs> the cure. 
But then you'd also be growing teeth out of your toes. No, God. Now, what you eat? <laughs> you just wear the same sneakers all the time. Sneakers. Uh, um, wear the same shoes all the time. You get cavities in your toes. Oh, my God. Oh, my. You're so uncomfortable. But then you get, like, a, an implant? Yeah. That's right, yeah. Oh my god. Imagine that. Tumptures. Braces? Braces for your toes? <laughs> oh, I broke my toe. No, don't wrap it. I'm getting <laughs> braces to fix it. Really and like the big toe is the only molar and everything else. <laughs> like a... Ew. Oh my god. How does it grow out? <laughs> this is the real topic. <laughs> if you had toe teeth. <laughs> Grow up, or when they grow, I grow think out. they would grow out. What if you had like wisdom teeth? Where would they come from? <laughs> Extra toes. That's what onions are. Oh my god. Oh, they would like try and like surface from like. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm sorry, you've got some wisdom toes coming in. Uh, just gonna wisdom toes. <laughs> oh, let's, let's get Tommy in here. He'll slurp them right out. <laughs> You've got a toughy one here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why Tommy's like. So we start with suckle. No, wrong slurp. <laughs> Use the tool. <laughs> the doctor leaves for 15 minutes and comes back and sees the guy suckling on the toes. Hey, hey get out of here! <laughs> By 15 minutes, you're not on the. Too much time on SNL. <laughs> no, 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 I was repeating. I was repeating. <laughs> How many I times it. do you repeat before you go to pee? <laughs> <laughs> I, I gotta go. Well, the, the P is for please, right? Yeah, so please. you know you're done repeating when you're they always, have, when they are pleased. You're always peeing. Right. <laughs> During the slurping right. process, you're always peeing. Oh my god. I think that's the real takeaway. <laughs> uh, where are we at? Hour mark. The hour mark? Yep. Um, maybe we are done. Mm-hmm. We've gone through everybody's topic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so slurp you next time. Uh, <laughs> that's the end of episode uh, Doyce. And... <laughs> Slurp it forward. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag slurp. Oh. Um, thank you uh, to Mass and uh, Bevel and Checkers and myself for uh, being at the square table today. Um, and again, if you want to uh, contact us, you can do it at topicsandimplication at gmail.com. Or on Twitter, our handle is at topics underscore and. Uh, or... Um, Maybe that was just it. You can also go to our website, topicsandimplications.ca. Oh, yeah. Uh, leave a comment, and please, if you have any topics that you want us to discuss, we're more than happy to. See you next time. Poise. <laughs>